This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. This episode is sponsored by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Jordan dives into the minds of fascinating people, from athletes, authors, and scientists to mobsters, spies, and hostage negotiators, all with the noble cause to make you a more informed, critical thinker to operate better in today's world. Jordan's also got a fun weekly segment, Feedback Friday, where he covers advice on everything from escaping a cult or psycho family situations to relationships and networking to even just asking for a raise. Point blank, Jordan Harbinger is smart, funny, and easy to listen to. You'll be pressed to find an episode without excellent conversation, a few laughs, and actionable advice that can directly improve your life. You can't go wrong with adding the Jordan Harbinger show to your rotation. It's incredibly interesting. There's never a dull show. Search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Yeehaw! Our heroes are in Wild West Faerun. Sheriff Quinny faced off with a representative of Typhinius Industries. Moss broke through the floor of the church, and Butthole found out Moonhammer has a twin, got new armor, and was shot by a dwarf. Will he survive to learn more about his chosen goddess? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. Sheriff Quinny, uh, you watch in horror as Uncle Jim Jim signs uh, this contract. What do you do? Um, he signs it. That's that's done. Yes. Okay. Oh well, I mean, he's he's picked up the the quill and he's begun to to sign it. So he's in the process of signing it. Um, I, I should point out, uh, this is something I've taken to doing a bit more based on kind of some of the weekly shows we've been running and just changes in my own DM style. I'll often say like, and then this happens, um, unless it's like something firm, like, and then you get shot, uh, you got <laughs> shot. Um, but similar <laughs> to the manacles earlier, or like he signs the contract, it's like he picks up the pen, he starts to sign. Uh, I'm not saying you can't try to interrupt that if you are able, just that that's that's what's occurring. So he is in the process of of signing. He's got one of those big, stupid, loopy signatures, though, so you got a second or two. If he wants to sign it, I'll let him sign it. Um, oh, yeah. Also, it's this is choice. This is the Old West. If that contract doesn't make it to the law, it's, it's not real. Well, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, sorry, I should have mentioned it's a tablet. Yeah, this is an e-signature. <laughs> yeah, he's actually, the, it's taking him more time because he's just trying to figure out how the fuck to actually move his signature onto the document and DocuSign. Yeah. It's, it's a whole thing. Uh, <laughs> surprise, it was twenty ninety nine all along. Oh, fuck no. you all. Beep boop, robots. Best world. Um, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll let them, I'll let him, I'll let him sign it if he wants to. Um, okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, so he finishes uh, signing um, Ambrick um, grins, uh, just a, a, a real Martin Shkreli grin. Oh, fuck him. Yeah, Sorry. right? Um, and 
just um, <clears throat> uh, puts the the signed document back in the briefcase, um, takes the gold out, um, and just kind of like stacks it um, quickly on the on the, uh, the counter. And he says, um, "Well, sir, I do believe you have made an excellent plan. We will uh, Clearwater will welcome you with open arms, and despite your uh, reticence to believe that you'll find a new home, I'm sure you will be very very pleased there. Everyone always is. Typhinius Industries is committed to bringing civilization to these wild wild wests and uh, make them a little bit more livable. And I'm sure you will enjoy the luxury of everything from hot baths to." claw-toed tubs to have hot baths in. We don't have that many luxuries. It's still the Wild West, but at least you'll have that. In any case, we will expect you to be out in uh, three days' time, uh, as I suspect you as will be as well, Sheriff Quinney. But regardless... Three up. Excellent. I will take my leave. Uh, he closes his briefcase, tips his hat, picks up his two um, handkerchiefs, um, and uh, turns to leave. I'll go over to uh, Jim Jim and uh, pay for my drink. Um mm. And uh, just give him a firm hand on the shoulder and say, uh, I don't hold it against you. And uh, if you change your mind, Tomb Slab will always welcome you back. This will uh, always be your home. He, uh, he, he smiles and says, uh, uh, thank you, Sheriff. Uh, I, I, I truly appreciate that. Uh, hey, you've, uh, you've been awful good, good to us. Uh, I was a big fan of Sheriff Mud, but... but um, he was a bit more skittish, and uh, I know your deputy seems to be under the impression that he just left because uh, he wanted to go, but I know the guy pretty well. He was a regular here for some time, practically raised him. Uh, he left because he was scared. He knew what was coming, and uh, he went out in search of something a bit easier. Um, you've uh, I don't know if you're here by choice or if you were assigned here or what the deal is, but you've been pretty good to these folks. Uh, I got something for you. Uh, and he reaches down, kicks off his boot. Uh, it brings his leg up on the counter and he just starts screwing off a toe, but it's like the Wild West, so it's extra grotty. <clears throat> He's like, uh, I lost this toe to to uh, toe sickness. Uh, it's like sun sickness, but for your feet. Um, there is a, uh, I got a, a special kind of chair upstairs. Uh, it's got a, a an old family heirloom in it. I want you to have it. Uh, if you're, you're going to stick around Tomb Slab with uh, folks like the Dandy out there, uh, you might need it more than I do. Uh, and he hands you the toe key. Well, thank you kindly. I'll uh, I'll come back to collect this. In the meantime, I'm going to keep tabs on this one. Make sure he finds his way out of town uh, just fine. Um, and uh, Jim Jim nods and says, uh, you're, a, you're a good halfling, Quinny. Thank you. And you're a good barkeep. I like cheers like the empty glass to him. Like I, I finished the dregs and I cheered yeah. him. And I set that down. And I'm going to follow this guy Um like if he's staying here, he's not welcome to stay here. I he is leaving now. Sure, whether that's his plan or not, he is leaving. Gotcha. Um, so uh, you exit out onto the street, um, and uh, you're hit by that hateful scent of lavender um, that's been drifting through the air. Um, but with it, there's a, almost a hint of brimstone, and um, uh, directly outside of Jim Jim's, uh, there seems to be a. Uh, uh, what looks to almost be like a circle with a triangle uh, inside it with some runes um, sort of burnt into the ground um, that is lightly hissing. Uh, and beyond that, there is no sign of Ambrick Valthan. Can I investigate this <laughs> symbol on the ground? Sure. <laughs> Investigation plus seven. Here we go. 
Not 20. Whoo! Um, yeah, it's you, a triangle. Yeah, I was going to say, you you open it. It's just like a Looney Tunes door, and he's just underneath me like, oh, shit! Um, uh, yeah, you uh, you examine it. Uh, it uh, definitely uh, seems to be something infernal. Um, you, you're aware of teleportation circles and the like. Um, magic isn't as common uh, around these parts anymore, largely because magic takes effort, and once you have guns, effort kind of leaves. Um, so um, you're familiar with it. It is rare. Um, that said, this is unfortunately the exact kind of strong arm tactic you'd expect. Uh, it would make sense that uh, Tophinius oh, would have... <laughs> would have like sorcerers and warlocks on staff. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, the gang seems to be part of it, but not all of it. Um, so that, that need for big guns has, has gone up, uh, <laughs> quite a bit as of course, do the, uh, clear threats and, uh, clear statement of knowledge about who you are. Um, which is perhaps the most concerning thing. Uh, where's Quinny's head at right now? Uh, fuck. Um, there was, there was a plan formulating to follow this guy back to wherever he stays, um, and take the contracts, um, and take any correspondence that he might have with Typhangus or whatever it is, Typhinius, um, and get a clearer picture. Like if he's an agent, he must have correspondence. He must have directions from Typhinius, that kind of thing. And to just lose that wealth of knowledge in the blink of an eye because mm. the guy can teleport is extremely frustrating to Quinny. But if he's thinking also about the things you've revealed uh, in terms of like magic takes effort and those with guns have kind of come to learn of a different way, there's one guy and one new guy in town who knows nothing of guns and seems to be pretty good on the effort front. So Quinny's now thinking about, oh, he went to the church and then is thinking about trying to find butthole to see if he can do anything with this symbol on the floor. Cool. I guess um, actually now that he's not tracking someone, he'll go back upstairs and see about whatever that stash is that Jim Jim. Offered. Sure. Um, so uh, inside um, Jim Jim's uh, office, there is a, uh, uh, a throne of bones um, that unfortunately without the uh, armor of Winchester's is of little value to you. Um, but uh, it does have a, uh, a secret uh, compartment uh, that the, the key unlocks. Um, and inside, you're like, damn, the chair's not the secret. It's made of bones. <laughs> We're trying to keep secret inside of a a chair this menacing. I mean, that's that's part of the the plan. Uh, inside uh, the throne of bones, um, you find uh, Uncle Jim Jim's uh, patented uh, in all dimensions blunderbuss. Um, it is a uh, a shotgun, um, very uh, beautifully tooled, uh, fine dwarven craftsmanship. Um, it does, um, one D 10, um, nice. but, uh, it is at, uh, minus one to hit from whatever your normal. So whatever your revolver is to hit, uh, the shotgun is at minus one to whatever that is. So I think you're shooting at plus three revolver is plus four frostbite revolvers plus five. Uh, okay. So, so I'm going to be, be at plus, plus three. Uh, no, we'll say plus four. Okay. I mean, it's still a shotgun. The odds of hitting something are okay. You just can't. Uh, because it's it's built with that like big old scattershot mouth, uh, it's not going to be the most accurate weapon in the West. Um, we haven't talked about ammo yet. Um, do I have the the shot or, or or 
ammo necessary to use the blunderbuss? Yes. Um, so basically, ammo is going to work off of um, our, our patented critical failure uh, system. Uh, if mm. you roll a one with uh, anything with live ammo, um, you have to spend uh, an action to reload. Um, for the shotgun, uh, I just rolled a D4. Um, you're going to have three shots with it. Okay, three shots. Is there any modifier to the damage? 1d10 plus anything? Um, it will be um, 1d10 plus three. Plus three. And sorry, what, how many shots do I get before, three. before reloading? Uh, you have three shots, period, for the shotgun. The shotgun's a limited. Oh, uh, and that'll be it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, three uh, shots. Then I might as well clear this up with you now. Uh, my fan the hammer ability is to basically uh, fire all remaining ammunition in my revolver. Mm -hmm. If I'm only reloading on ones, do you want to say like I'd fire six shots, uh, four shots, two shots? Um, hmm. I'm to do D6 shots. Just roll a D6 for how many I have left uh, in that instance. You know what? Um, for you specifically, Tyler, let's actually track your shots. Okay. Um, we'll say that reloading is a free action um, for pistols. I like that for being light fingered That's yeah exactly cool. so it, it's like it honestly i'm thinking like the video game like fast like you flip it around <clears throat> slap in a quick loader and, and you're off to the races um but uh i will ask you to track how many yeah. shots you've made only so that it, when you do fan the hammer you can be like okay well i know i've just hit i mean honestly we're just using video game clip rules like yeah i know i'm down to two so we'll, we'll do yeah. that um, in terms of the shotgun, um, I will let you use fan the hammer on the shotgun uh, in that it's the um, that classic like lever action lever action um, yeah. piece. This is fine craftsmanship. Uh, that said, uh, you will only ever have the three bullets. Okay. For this particular, even if you find other shotgun ammo, um, this is an arcane okay. ancient weapon. Um, so basically, it's it's your like one shot bad guy be good special. <laughs> okay. Um, unless you were to find another, like there could conceivably be more like dwarven shotgun ammo in the world, but it's the odds well, are great. Yeah, I, I would probably, the only time I would probably want to keep an eye out for it is when we go to the big, big shooty ammo train. I'm assuming I won't find it anywhere else <laughs> in ready supply. So you mean you're actually going to go to the big, big shooty ammo train? Oh, it's so weird. I just floated that as like a light idea. Like it's definitely not something I planned. It's not a yeah. trope of the Wild West. No, you for know, sure. When offered the chance to rob a train in a Wild West simulator, why would you do that? But you could do well, other things like die of dysentery. Now that Buttholes made the suggestion of like we don't do it, we just stop the train with humanoid, a wall of humanoid death, just <laughs> hired <laughs> nameless NPCs. That's more palatable to Quinny now. So, um, so yeah. So he's got that. He's gonna go see about finding mm -hmm. butthole to see if they can track this guy, reopen this gate that he's traveled through, or anything like that. Uh, great. Head to the church. Um, so speaking of the church, um, uh, butthole, can you roll me a uh, Constitution save, please? Sure. Uh, 13, 13. Okay. No, 14, 14. Sorry. Okay. Um, you're going to take, uh, nine points of damage, uh, as you are blasted, um, by a, uh, a scatter gun. Um, you fly, uh, you're lifted off your feet. Uh, the armor takes the brunt of it, which is great. 
Um, but you are uh, blasted up off your feet and backward through the statues, uh, which shatter as your bulk crashes through them. Yeah, the pellets yeah. jangle and I hit the floor and it sounds like a dog jumping off a bed. It really does. It sounds exactly like that. Yeah. Maybe there will be more hammers. Who the fuck knows? I don't know if people hammer at 530 on a Saturday, but it's possible. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a, a, a jangling as the, the statues break. Um, and in classic uh, a Little Mermaid fashion, you hit the ground and see uh, the sculpted perfect face of Moonhammer, a face you've been longing to see um, since you you popped your big question for her back in hell, uh, hit the ground and <laughs> shatter next to you. Um, uh, so you're, you're, you, you see the statue head break, which is just a bit of a bummer. Um, it's obviously not Moonhammer's head, but, you know. It's well, nice spiritually. To, yeah, it was good to see her. Um, and uh, you, yeah, so you hit the ground. Um, Moss, you see um, a, a dwarf wearing matching armor to um, buttholes uh, with a scatter gun um, rushing in with um, armed dwarves behind her uh, with axes. Um, and uh, she just says, you motherfucking desecrators best get the fuck out of my mind. Okay, clearly there's some confusion. I was sent here by Moonhammer, whose statue you just broke, from the, the church telling me to put on this armor, so I did it. That's why I'm here. These I like these gods. I'm a club I'm, I'm, I'm a, a pastor, a cleric, I'm a, I'm a cleric pastor. She Hello? cocks the gun. Um, Moss, what do you say? Um, <clears throat> I just kind of like move forward with like, my hands up, not in a surrendering fashion, but more of like a quelling fashion. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, you know, they're, they're slightly tilted for it. It's like, the hey, Ross oh. Geller, like, bring it down. Yeah. Thumbs up. Except not not that annoying. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, not not in a way that makes us want to punch you in the face. I get it. Yeah, yeah good. exactly. Um, now, now, hold on here. Everyone just take a moment. We can help each other. Um... The uh, the dwarven woman kind of uh, glares at you and then seems a little bit surprised. Uh, she says, Wait, Deputy Moss? The hosts of Dum Dums and Dragons are 420 friendly all year round, which is why we are excited to have IndiCloud back as a sponsor. As IndiCloud gets ready for summer, they're rolling out a new product, Dank Sickles. <laughs> It's got a great name, and I've never seen anything like this before. A summertime popsicle with 20 milligrams of cannabis. These bad boys come in wild cherry and blue race flavors, and you can mix and match with a pack of five or go with your flavor of choice. Danksicles are strong enough to share, but mellow enough to take to your next beach day or vacation. And unlike your sketchy neighborhood shop or dealer, IndiCloud gives you savings on every single order. It could be through their gold rewards program, their subscribe and save deals, or our special promo code just for Dum Dums and Dragons listeners. So please, right now, get 30% off your purchase. Head to indicloud.co slash dumdums to get 30% off your first order. And tell them that Dumdums and Dragons sent you. That's I-N-D-A-C-L-O-U-D dot C-O, not com, C-O, slash dumdums, D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S, to get 30% off your first order. And let us know how the dank sickles are. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs. And it is so easy. All because we use Shopify. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. It'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, which means curious people are more likely to buy from you. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices, if people were outside of the U.S., were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. Greetings, loyal citizen of the conglomerata. It is I, your beloved CEO, Grayson Typhus of Typhus Industries, and I am here today to dissuade you from joining a rebellious element that seems to be growing, the Dum Dums and Dice Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. These hilarious and heartwarming rebel elements are attempting to bring down our dystopian regime, and we simply cannot have that. I'm told that rebels are flocking to this Patreon and joining for as little as $1 a month. That gives them access to other rebels in a Patreon-only Discord where they can discuss all the things that have happened in the shows. For $5, you can get an ad-free feed, but who would want that? After all, ads are the best part of the show. And at higher levels, you can even create an NPC of your very own and get your name in the closing credits. And that part I can get behind. After all, recognition is great. But you're not a rebel, are you? No, you'd much rather be crushed under the boot of industry titans like myself. So carry on with your Patreon-free life. Unless, of course, you want these wonderful stories to continue, in which case me and my regulators will see you soon. Yes, this is this has been a terrible misunderstanding. This is uh, Mrs. Rockseeker, yes, or uh, Ms. Rockseeker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 Nundra Rockseeker. Oh, N- Nundra. It's it's it's. Have we formally met? Uh, no, Before? I mean, y- y- I don't think you've ever been to the mines. You're aware they're nearby, okay. um, but uh, no, you would have no reason to. Okay, go there. You just kind of know would... her by name. You may have seen her around town, but like you, you've never met. Yeah, yeah. I say. Uh, it, uh, it is a it is a pleasure to meet you, and I'm sorry that it has to be under these circumstances. Uh, we have generally tried to uh, uh, let you and uh, and your folks uh, be uh, as independent as possible without interfering with uh, your work. Um, however, these seem to be exceptional times. Well, yeah, I should say so. You broke into one of our vault rooms. The. I, I, I assure you, we had no idea what this was. There was some sort of glowing symbol which directed us to uh, to, to enter this area. Uh, do, do you know anything about about that? <laughs> and I just um, point up, point like upwards, <laughs> uh, and her like eyes, into where the church was. <laughs> yeah, her eyes go wide, and then she follows the stairs, and she says, "What the shit are those? This this seems to be below uh, our 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 church." Well, fuck me sideways. So you, okay. Uh, and she looks at you butthole and she's like, listen, mister, I think I owe you a bit of an apology. What for the shooting and all, uh, 
I, I thought you were like that uh, teleporting some bitch who came in here and started uh, looting around. Oh, I don't know who that is, but he sounds awful. We should kill him. I'm sorry, but who's teleporting in here? Era, uh, we uh, found a couple of spies, or at least we found the remnants of them. Uh, seems uh, someone was poking around in some of our storerooms. When uh, we heard the, the clattering and the chattering in here, we assumed it was the same fella, but uh, we didn't have any idea there were stairs leading up to the church. That's crazy. Also, how'd you get that armor on? Well, I... I- I took it off the statue as the goddess intended, and then it resized itself to fit me when I started putting it on. It came off the statue? Yeah. I, I did see was, this happen. I said it was like a holding statue or something. Um, she immediately like kind of walks over and extends an arm, and she says, uh, you must truly uh, accept my apologies, brother. I, I, I didn't understand that you were also chosen by the, the hammer and sickle. Oh, well, I... I do accept them. I mean, what's a little violence between friends? Am I right? Hello. So I'm butthole. He'll like get himself up. Um, and uh, she says, uh, Nundra Rockseeker, uh, chosen of the Hammer Lady. You know the I goddess almost... Hammer Lady? Yeah, she goes by the name Moonhammer. That's really cool. Moonhammer? I've never heard anybody else who's been chosen. Oh, yeah, Moonhammer. Moonhammer. At least where I'm from, there's a lot of worlds and a lot of hells. So she's oh, got okay. names all over the place. Uh, all right. Well, um, uh, you know. Moon lady be praised. Come on up. Um, and she uh, helps you to your feet. Amazing. So, like, do you have any other things of, of Moonhammer or the Moon Lady? Says, uh, no, this is all we could get from uh, 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 the man of the scythe and the Moon Lady, or the Hammer Lady, a uh, Moon Lady, I guess. Moonhammer? That kind of makes more sense. I like that more. Honestly, I got to tell you, we uh, we don't know much much about the, uh, the Twin Gods. Uh, not anymore. Um, the knowledge seems to have been uh, lost over the ages. But, uh, you know... Um, we, uh, a few of us, those with uh, long memories and family traditions, we uh, we still carry hope that one day, um, well, the twin gods, or at least one of them, will return to our world. Um, the uh, the armor you wear, that of the, uh, the the man of the scythe, the man of the sickle, he he kept this world safe for quite some time. We don't quite know what happened to him, but uh, for a while there, he he really kept us all all going before that. She gestures vaguely the way we all do about 2020 it's like you know before all this interesting well Moonhammer is in my world which is different than this i came through like some kind of portal so maybe if we could open that portal again we could like open some lines of communication between you and her uh well well sir that uh that sounds like it'd be quite a thing for for me and my people i, I again i do apologize about shooting you uh, it's kind of a shoot first, ask questions later kind of place these days without the protection of the man of the scythe. I can understand that. I can understand. I get, honestly, I get it. I'll, I'll take care of this overnight with some fart powers. Like, it's going to be totally cool. So here's a question. How do you guys feel about Ty Phineas, the, the, the bad people? Oh, I, just, know- I just kind of fold my arms being like, well, someone's having this conversation for me. I'm just going to see how this goes. <laughs> um yeah, it's Moss's first experience with a, a adventure with butthole. Um, <laughs> uh, so um, Nundra says, uh, "Listen, uh, we, we can absolutely talk about this. There's no sense doing it in here. Uh, honestly, you're wearing the only treasure that was in here, and by rights, it's yours now. Uh, so uh, come on, let's go. Uh, let's, let's go down to the office. I'm sure my, my sisters will want to hear about this too. Cool. I mean, I'm happy to go meet them." Uh- do you need to leave somebody to guard the stairs? I don't, I don't know. That's up to yeah, you. Yeah, a, a couple guards move in, and they start doing that awkward, like, 
kind of looking around at all the rocks from um, all the, the stuff that broke above. And it does seem that there was a, an incredibly thin wall um, that collapsed mm-hmm. under your weight as you crashed through. Um, and there's a lot of head scratching and like, well, I mean, shit, we're dwarves. We should have figured this shit out. We, all we do is think about mines. Fuck. <laughs> and one of them's like, I told you I failed to draft in here. He's like, you, you, you shut, you shut your goddamn mouth. Uh, McCloudy day. You shut your mouth. Um, and uh, they uh, they go back to uh, to working on it. Um, so you're led um, into the mines uh, where there are a variety of people working. Um, there's certainly uh, dwarves, there's some orcs, um, some humans, um, and uh, you know classic old west miner helmets and shit. Um, honestly, uh, like basically just Gwendolyn's helmet from Curse Cone Crown, <laughs> just everywhere down here. Um, and um, there are mine tracks, uh, mine carts are kind of uh, everywhere, uh, classic kind of somewhat roughshod um, wooden um, bracers to keep the uh, the ceiling up and lanterns hanging everywhere. Um, and Nundra explains that um, the uh, the mining operation at the very least is, is still continuing uh, to go well. They're mining for ore that is used for a variety of things. With the expansion of the railway, um, a lot of metal is needed uh, for track and they've been kind of reaping the benefits of that. Um, that said, um, if a train, they are concerned about the structural integrity of the mine with a train running overhead. Um, not that it'll collapse, like the train will fall through, but more so that just the constant rumbling will likely uh, lead to lead to some disasters. Um, and Andrew explains that um, they've actually been seeing uh, an increase in low-level seismic activity, which has been kind of concerning. They're not sure if it's because of the blasting that the um, the train company is doing or what, um, but there have definitely been more um, earthquakes of late. Um, you would notice this as well, uh, Moss, um, mm-hmm. but it was always kind of like a deep underground. And honestly, TNT is such a common thing in this world that I, I assume you would just write it off as blasting somewhere nearby. Yeah. Um, but as they describe it... <laughs> As as the as a player who used to live near uh, an active quarry, you just get used to it. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So I, I think that that's kind of what it's been. Also, it's it's low level enough, like un- underground enough that, you know, everything shakes a little bit and, you know, nothing too concerning. But the fact that the, the, the dwarven miners are concerned about it does actually start to to kind of set off a couple red flags uh, for you because you kind of assumed it was them. And with them telling you it isn't uh, is is somewhat concerning. Um, you're welcomed into uh, the mining office, um, which is... Uh, for lack of better analogy, like basically like a ski chalet for like fancy rich folk. So there's like a tiger skin rug. There's like a roaring fire. Everything is very plush and made of wood. The air smells vaguely of um, like sandalwood uh, and cigar smoke. And um, she says, uh, uh, come in, come in, please. Uh, the sisters will be uh, happy, uh, very happy you're, you're here. Uh, and also to hear that you're not, you know, trying to rob us uh, would, would be would be great. Um, so she calls out to uh, her two sisters, um, uh, Gundra and Thandra, um, and uh, they come in. And she says, uh, "Hey, so we, we found the people who were poking around in uh, Vault Three. Uh, turns out uh, this big fella here is, uh, well, he's he's one of the chosen of uh, the Lady of Hammers, uh, and uh, uh, the deputy. Uh, well, she came too. Also." This is a goblin fellow who's been awfully quiet. Um, and Garvo's just like, Garvo is taking notes. 
And she's like, all right, uh, his name's Garvo, and he's taking notes. Um, <laughs> Hello. There, so, yeah, I'm Butthole. Uh, and and uh, who, are, who are all of you? Yeah, so uh, you meet uh, Thandra and Gundra. Mm-hmm. Um, they are uh, not dressed in armor. Um, they're uh, clearly... Um, Gundra is dressed in, in like, very... Um, like dirty but hardy work clothes. Um, so uh, almost like a jumpsuit, um, but he's clearly kind of um, in a, a four-woman position uh, in the mine. Um, and uh, Thandra is um, truly like a beefy dwarf. Like she's got like muscles for days um, and uh, she just has a, a pickaxe kind of casually slung over her shoulder. Um, and uh, they, they introduce themselves and um, kind of welcome you to sit down. Um, shortly thereafter, um, a, uh, uh, an elvish butler, uh, enters, um, more of a, like, kind of like an assistant more so than a, a butler, but definitely in that vein, um, and, uh, comes around with drinks. Um, the air is interminably dry, uh, everywhere around here and butthole, I think for you particularly, that's been something you've, you've been struggling with. I mean, you've seen a lot of climates when you were in gray water, but just that constant dryness, if you're not used to it, is is real rough. Um, so you you drink kind of pleasantly of the water that, that's offered. Um, there's certainly booze on hand if you're you're interested in that. Um, and uh, they begin to uh, answer your question. So um, they uh, have also been given offers by Typhoneus um, to just clear out. At first, they were highly resistant given the amount of employees they have and how many people's livelihoods rest uh, in the mines. Um, Butthole, you are uh, greatly pleased to hear they have an incredibly solid union. Um, That's very satisfying. Yeah, it's like the first time you've been somewhere that already had one and, and didn't need one. Um, <laughs> so um, they're they're actively trying to find the best solution for the employees. Uh, mining's a tough life, and uh, they're they're actively aware of how dangerous it is. And um, so at first they were highly resistant, but now given that it seems like the train line will be coming through whether they want it to or not, uh, they're they're looking for for options. And with the increasing earthquakes, it's getting pretty tenuous down here. That said, um, they have been resistant. They're holding out as long as they can in the hopes of, of getting a better deal from Typhoneus. And um, of late, they've been on high alert uh, because um, there's been a, a weird lingering um, strange scent of lavender down here um, in the uh, in the mines. And they found things moved around in their storerooms uh, a little bit, uh, alarmingly inside the vaults with the door still locked. Um, so they're starting to get a little bit concerned um, about someone using magical means to uh, get into the, the mines, hence why they were... Uh, <laughs> Shoot first, ask questions later with uh, with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so ultimately, their stance on on the railroad is: we don't want it, but if it does come, we have to clear out. Okay, because here's here's what I think we've reached a point with Typhoneus. From all of that I know, and I know what I learned today, uh, Typhoneus is threatening to kill everyone in the town within three days. So I think the point of holding out for a good deal is now everybody's just going to get fucked. Uh, they're going to show up and they're going to say, we'll kill you or you can have this for a penny because that's what corporations do, you know? Union busting sex is shit. So, uh, and they're all like, here, here, yes. Mm. Yeah, so they're like, we're the bosses, so it kind of sucks for us, but we also respect the need for it. Yeah, yeah. That's why I appreciate you as employers. Um, Because, you know, you're getting a better, you know, we don't need to go down this path. There's more important things. Uh, (laughs) So I'm thinking the easiest way for you guys is obviously railroad continue, but railroad no go here. That seems like the best ideal scenario. Oh, yeah, totally. 
And realistically, the town just wants to exist uh, and not have to go under some sort of weird corporate control where they're all going to get screwed over. Because I'm sure they'll sell and they'll be like, come to a great place. You're going to get whatever you want. We own your business now. You're homeless. Get out. Uh, Uh, It's called Clearwater. It's under construction uh, a little ways uh, along the the proposed train line. supposed to be very nice. That's what they tell us. But I don't buy that for a heartbeat. See, so the thing I like about you guys is you've already started to work together. And you could work with the town. We might even be able to rope in some uh, some bandits in the area. But here's the thing. If you can make it more expensive for them to move the train through here than move the train around here, then they'll just start moving the train around. So I'm thinking we just got to crush their weird army they're sending. And then, you know, stick together. They'll start to push ships maybe maybe the train needs to go a couple of miles east or whatever and then mm. they don't have to you know shoot everyone and have a bunch of people get murdered you know i'm a big fan of that plan uh that anything that avoids all of us getting shot and murdered is uh pretty good by me uh deputy you uh you seemed like you had something to say um i <laughs> i was literally just like just been leaning on my troll arm with like just kind of a smile slowly creeping my it's like face. A, a condescending wonka <laughs> with a troll arm yeah, it was not condescending at all. Yep. <laughs> it's like, this is kind of wonderful. I said, well, I mean, that that seems like a fantastic pl- plan, Mr. Uh, Mr. Butthole here. Uh, oh, yeah, I don't, I'm not king here. Wait, Moss, will people like this idea? Well, I, if we can, f- I mean, what, what do you propose to make it more expensive? Well, uh, we'd rob the ammo train and blow up the lines that are allowing it to do there. With uh, the dynamite from this, used in this mining operation. That's what I was thinking. And Fantastic. Then we essentially organize a militia and use those arms to keep the group together. And then we uh, rally with the bandits who will join us uh, and then ambush and kill the ones who won't. And then you've just got an army. We can keep going and blowing up the rail line whenever it's coming this way. And then eventually they'll just go... But if we go left and then it won't blow up and they'll be like, we should keep going left. Um, they, uh, the rock seekers nod, um, but uh, Nundra does lean in at one point. She's like, uh, listen, I, I should warn you. Uh, I'm not, you mentioned you, you come from uh, not around these parts. Uh, we ain't uh, too fond of uh, royalty around here. Not since uh, President Dodalia uh, overthrew the king. Uh, <laughs> and we, we prefer an elected system uh, here. It was quite a war, but it resulted in something better. So like, I understand you might do things differently where you're from. Maybe just keep that on the DL, you know? Uh, that's what, what we call the down low because we're underground and such. Oh, that's totally fine. I don't want to be in charge here. I got to get back home anyway. So, like, think of me as, like, some kind of, I don't know what your military ranks are like, but, like, maybe I exist as, like, some kind of general or, or like, lieutenant or something. I don't know. I'll, I'll just do the job. We all fought in the wars. That general makes sense. That's a term even Tom would know in 40K. Yay! Knowledge. Okay, so we can kind of work on those plans. Uh, step one is probably we got to get you guys to talk to. Is the sheriff in charge of the town? Do you have a mayor, Moss? What's the deal? Too small for a mayor. Well, honestly, like this town, we've had so many folks leave. And honestly, kind of everyone knows each other. Not really any need for a mayor. Uh, at which point uh, the door flies open and uh, two dwarves uh, bring in uh, Sheriff Quinney. Um, not exactly like with hands on your shoulders or anything, but say, uh, we uh, we found the sheriff uh, also in the storeroom. We we really got to patch up that hole in the wall. It's going to be a real problem for all of us, I think. It's a, it's a real shitty vault right now. 
Well, let's not hurry. It's nice to have a way to sneak a bunch of dwarfs into town that no one's aware of. We'll just uh, keep the doors hammered shut upstairs and it'll be useful. Uh, Nundra's like, let's listen to the general. He's got a good idea. Oh, yeah. Sheriff Quinney, I'm a general now. So welcome. Uh, We're thinking we'll ally with the dwarfs, uh, send the train somewhere else and defeat all the bandits. What do you think? Uh, Sure. Say, do you know about magic? You set your hands on fire and stuff, right? I know a little bit. I'm more holy than magic. I mean, do you guys know any magic stuff? Uh, he'll look over at the dwarves. Um, they look up and are kind of like, uh, I mean, we're certainly aware of it uh, and the blessings, of course, of uh, uh, the, the Lady of, of Hammers, but um, we're more of a, uh, we work in runes. Do you, do you have runes where you come from? You carve them into things. They make them more powerful, uh, well, wait, uh, Sheriff, uh, I think you got one of ours, actually. It was, it was a gift when we opened the mine to uh, your predecessor. Uh, got one of the um, the Cool Mist runes. Uh, we call them a Pepsi Cool Mist Zone rune. Yeah, yeah, we still use that. Ah, great. All right, yeah, so we're more more into that. We, we certainly know about magic, but it's more what we can infuse by carving. Okay, yeah, so what's your question about magic? Uh, someone from, I'm going to have to keep looking at it, Top Phineas Industries just convinced another one of the townsfolk to sell under dubious pretenses. Uh, And before I could follow him to wherever he's made his lair, he disappeared into some sort of infernal gate uh, Uh, scorched into the ground. Infernal gate? Well, I mean, brimstone smelling. I always just associate the two from what I've read. I don't know. Did, uh, did, did it ever smell like brimstone down here when your teleporting weirdo happened? Um, and they're like, well, uh, admittedly, we're we're in a mine, so we kind of smell brimstone all the time. Uh, but uh, I was going to say, that's not normal. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, Sheriff, our mind goes pretty far south if you understand i am afraid that i do <laughs> okay so did, did you guys find any runes or markings in the floor when you had people in your vaults or whatever um they kind of looked at each other and they're like uh well no not uh not on the stone uh it was just this uh this weird weird scented candle smell you know like when you're trying to relax and have a bath lavender sure i don't fucking know you know, is lavender like a nice smell when you want to have a bath? I don't know. I heard someone mention lavender on the way down here. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, I guess that then. So this is where he stays or he's been through Wait, here did, too? What's did the you significance smell? of lavender? Yeah. Did you smell a nice bath smell? Yeah. It's okay. on the guy. It's all right. On well, this sounds like the same. Ambric uh, elephant. The same felt. Let me ask you though, uh, Sheriff, where did you see the uh, these infernal signs? Right outside of Jim Jim's. He came in, took the business from him, and took off. All right, so they were, like, burned into the wood? Yeah. All right, we got nothing but stone here. I don't think it burns into stone. But we definitely smelled something nice and fancy. Okay. Well, here's what I know about wizards and teleporting. I can't really do that. I can barely fart myself healthy again. Um, Wizards can teleport, and they're bad at punching. These are two universal truths. Uh, have you guys had any, like, storerooms that have not had the lavender scent or people moving shit around in them? 
Um, uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, it was very strange. It was the ones with the, some of our, our you know, our storeroom for uh, the war chest where we, we, we pay everyone, uh, the vaults with the, the gold in them. Um, it was weird. It just, just seemed to be in, uh, in our artifact room, in our records room. All right, so he's looking for something. Do you have any artifacts or stuff that you think that somebody outside of this would be really into? Like, do you have something big and secret? You don't have well, to I tell mean, me what it is. Just... They all look at your armor and are like, well, we did. Uh, <laughs> but no, other okay. than that, uh, we got some minor things, uh, you know, things that are... Uh, we're hoping... Sorry, minor E-R or O-R? <laughs> I like you, deputy. You got a you got a, a, an ear for wordplay. Uh, no, just, uh, you know, we, we've got some, um, certainly some, uh, some healing-related items uh, for... Uh, you know, uh, anyone who gets injured down here, we get a lot of that. Uh, you know, we, we have some uh, some heavy-duty enchanted uh, weapons, uh, just in case anything uh, untoward comes up from uh, the depths of the mines. Had that a couple times. Uh, but nothing nothing that would be really that valuable to people up here, I don't think. Uh, also, these weapons aren't good for killing much but demons uh, and the like, so... I'm sorry, do these mines go down to hell? <laughs> Hell is a pretty abstract metaphysical concept, ma'am. Uh, I mostly just mean monsters that live deep underground. It's great. My my ancestors uh, killed most of them when uh, when they started the mines. So pretty good. But we keep them around just in case. You know, better to have it than not. And honestly, uh, we've made some uh, valuable alliances down here. Uh, we've got a, a, a rather powerful friend in a low place who uh, makes sure to keep us all pretty safe. What? Okay, with that, I, okay, my problem is my brain just kind of stuck because you know where like two people try to go through a door and they both can't go at once? Oh, yeah, and I mean, is, we're we're three sisters. We do this all the time. Yeah, so one question is for general defense and the other question is just for me. So the big <laughs> scary thing you teamed up with, would that be willing to help us fight the Tingly Boys when they show up to try to murder the town? I mean, that, that seems like pretty uh, small fry business uh, for, for the big fella, but... Uh, Oh wait, you, you all said you wanted to uh to try and get some stuff off a train, right? Oh yes, that's very true. Is there uh you think there'd be a bunch of gold on that there train? I uh, can't see why there wouldn't be. Yeah, e either gold or stuff that's worth a shitload of gold. All right, because uh, you know, I was gonna mention this. Uh, you know, y'all seem like you're 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 fixing to to rob a train, right? One of the uh the uh what the uh the Faerun line, the northwest? I would be uh, very cautious about using the term rob and uh i would instead instead say uh yes we're gonna rob the train I, thank I you mean, sheriff i appreciate your honesty we're um, giving back what the people rightfully own we're gonna liberate ultimately. the things by stealing them okay look we deal with unions we know what these socialist terms mean it's cool we, we're, we're on board we understand you're gonna rob a train um, well, uh, listen, uh, I don't know if any of y'all have had the pleasure of riding one of those fuckers, but they drive real fast. Your, your horses have no chance of catching up when that thing's going at top speed. Uh, and, uh, I gotta tell you, they're pretty well protected. Um, but if it's got a lot of gold in it, uh, well, there's one thing I know about dragons is they fucking love gold. So you go have a good word. We'll put in a good word for you with uh, Cortexus, but uh, you can tell if you you tell him he's got something he can add to his horde. He might just help you out. Cortexus, Tom. Come on. 
I don't know if you're uh, leaning into that being a Texas pun or you're just having That's fun. That's a memories. Texas pun. It ain't. It's a fellow you met before, uh, only he was an illithid at the time. Uh, well, yes, I know that as well. I'm just, you know, tip of the cap for putting the two together. Well, thanks, bud. You didn't plan on making I didn't, no, because that character has already existed in our universe, but sure, I'll take it. Right. Um, <laughs> I didn't think it was Cortexas the first time. And it's in the heart of Texas, so it all pays yep. off in yep. Cortexas. Yep. In the Cortexas. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, if uh, you can convince the dragon... Uh, he might be able to get you on board that train, uh, and I'm sure all he'd ask for is all of the wealth aboard it. <laughs> Not the ammo, but the wealth. I mean, that's... We're just going to do it. You know, we'll do a quick huddle before we talk to the dragon. Okay, yes. Do we all think the dragon's a good deal? Because I think it sounds like a good deal. Yeah, that's I mean, fine. it seems like a fair, fair trade if the dragon's actually going to help us. I mean, it's a little bit concerning working with the dragon, but I, I mean, the dwarves seem to trust him. I don't. I, they've welcomed us. I, I don't feel in danger here. Yeah, I mean, that feels a little bit like anti-dragon sentiment, and I know that sort of like runs through. But like, you can trust most dragons, just like you can trust most people. There's a couple of bad apples, but that's it. Other than cops, fuck cops. <laughs> you say yeah, the to the sheriff <laughs> and the deputy. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I. I don't disagree. No, I believe deputies and sheriffs can be good, though. So, all right, so we can team up <laughs> with the dragon. This is this is good. Yeah, I think we'd like to talk with the dragon. That'd be great. Uh, yeah, all right. Uh, Sheriff, you all right with this? This is kind of your show to run. That one's getting on fine with that, all that gold anyway. It's mainly the uh, burning to the ground situation that uh, really kind of upset the folk, the local townsfolk. Yeah, I, I can see that being a problem. Uh, all right, well, um, I, I guess switch out of this voice because this isn't a dwarf question. This is a Tom question to all of you. <laughs> um, do you want to go investigate the um, the sigil burned into the ground uh, at Jim Jim's, or do you want to go talk to the dragon first? This isn't a you can only do one telltale thing. It's just what what do you want to do first? It seems less important now that I. I've confirmed that Butthole can't really do much about it. I thought it'd be like, use whatever willpower you have. I think to he very, very well go. might be able to, but so yeah, maybe like, dragon first, yeah. then sigil. Cause if we can't get ammo, we all die. If the guy can teleport, we might die. I'm not going to lie. I'm just going to keep thinking about this dragon until <laughs> we see the dragon. Fair enough. Um, the so, dragon. Uh, they're like, uh, all right, well, uh, uh, the realm of uh, Cortexus is uh, a little little ways from here. Uh, it's a little bit deeper underground. Uh, he, uh, he makes his home in uh, uh, the uh, the Underdark Canyon, uh, where the uh, the Drow folk used to live before they moved on. Um, but uh, we got some uh, some carts that'll take you there. Um, but uh, just make sure I'd say uh, wrap up any uh, minor business you got here before you go, and then uh, we'll get you back in, in good time. How quick does it take you to? Uh put runes on an object and enchant it. Uh, it depends on the enchantment. What you looking for, Sheriff? Well, I've got this real fancy revolver here. Uh, oh, my. And then I've got this kind of mundane revolver over here, and I was hoping I could maybe upgrade it so I got a bit of a matching pair. Um, they, uh, uh, they they pass off to um, Thandra, who kind of looks at it and goes, uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we can tool this up for you. Uh, Want to make it a bit shootier there, Sheriff? That would be outstanding. All right. Well, uh, I don't know how familiar you are with rune working, but uh, we're going to uh, require a, a secret from you to weave into the magic. So uh, tell me, Sheriff, what uh, 
We can, we can go talk over here. You don't need to make this public, but uh, we will require one secret to bind the magic. I see. And this being your business and industry, I assume confidentiality is paramount. And- of course. Yeah, it's it's not like, a ooh, we want to have something on you. It's that we actually need it to weave into the spell itself. I see. And are you, you third party to these secrets or do I just whisper into my gun? <laughs> oh, no, you, you got to tell our runesmith. Uh, uh, yeah, we, uh, we've got uh, Serene Walker. Uh, she's our, uh, our top runesmith. Uh, she'll, uh, she'll put it in for me. Yeah, you got to tell her. And admittedly, if it's like, we're going to blow up the mine, she'll probably tell us. But if it's just something about you and your past, uh, fuck it. We don't really care. <laughs> All right. Unless your past is mine related. As you can tell, we're very concerned about the future of the mine. I'll try to keep that in mind. She pauses and she thinks about it. She thinks about it. She goes, <laughs> what was that? I'll take out my gun. Oh, uh, a lot of folks. Is this a mine haunted? Is this yeah, a haunted mine? Uh, yes, actually. A lot of folks have died down here. We got several mine ghosts. That Fire one is shots off into the dark everywhere. Yeah, so much for the remaining <laughs> ammo of. Uh, yeah your town she's like yeah that that one in particular is uh is is real touchy about punch oh it was a pun <laughs> oh that's good you'll keep it in mind we'll do please keep it in the mind uh uh we try and keep serene down here uh because otherwise you know she might go wandering off so keep it in mind please will do all right watch out for ghosts <laughs> um and then I've got like two two questions, one for me and one for society in general. Uh, could you guys help like fortify the town or like put runes on buildings so they don't burn so easy? Because it's a lot of wood in the middle of nowhere. and We've got an army coming that likes to burn things. Um, unfortunately, uh, our runes uh, don't work so well in wood. Uh, would seem uh, the uh, there are certainly people who are good at that. Uh, I believe some of our brethren may have made that uh, that fine chair you got there, deputy. But uh, we unfortunately can't work much magic into into wood. Uh, that said, uh, you know we we can certainly uh, we, we hate fire in mines, uh, so we can definitely help um, with what we've got. But. Uh, don't Great, expect yeah, any magical miracles, you know? No, no, no. I mean, even if you could send up a couple of those Coca-Cola cool stones, that'd be pretty great just to put in buildings. To uh, for to. the record, we can't build Coca-Cola cool stones. That's a very uh, elite art. We can only build the second top-selling rune stone, the Pepsi Cool Mist uh, stone, but we'll, oh, we'll build so some of those for you. So, like, I want Coke, but you're asking me if I'm okay with Pepsi. And the That's, answer is yes. Yeah, excellent. I mean, like, we wouldn't insult you by trying to give you an RC... Uh, cold spray uh so yeah all right great as long as you're okay with the pepsi cool stone we'll make a couple of those sure yeah that'd be great uh, and then on a me front you'd mentioned enchanted magical items that can kill things uh would any of them happen to be a hammer i'm feeling very hammerless oh uh hammers jeez oh, uh no unfortunately they're not uh they're more uh, uh what do you call them focuses you know for 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 casting spells and stuff through uh uh, we got some wands and some rods, um, but uh, Tom, I can't we'll, think of a way those would help me. Right? They absolutely won't. Um, okay, but they right. say, uh, you know, but we'll 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 take a look around. Uh, you know, there was uh, we were told, uh, you know, that that room that you guys crashed through the wall of. Uh, there were some weapons in there when when we arrived, but uh, unfortunately, uh, in the early days of the mine, uh, we needed some help clearing out uh, the monsters and such. But uh, Cortexus might still have. Uh, have them if, if indeed our ancestors gave them uh, to him. It seems entirely possible they might be part of his horde, but getting them from him is going to be a hell of a thing. 
All righty, all righty. I'll keep that in mind. Good. Uh, Moss, did you have anything you wanted to ask the dwarfs for or about? Uh, I, I, I just can. Can we can we count on you to uh, help us fight when we need to fight? Look, if this is about stopping a train from destroying our mind and and ruining our favorite drinking hole, yes. Uh, if this is about some local feud, less our issue. But honestly, y'all are good folks. Uh, our mind relies on your town for general provisions and booze, both of which are pretty important to all of us down here. So, uh, yeah, we, we'll help. Then Besides, I believe- you seem like nice folks. As do you. I believe we have ourselves an agreement. Excellent. We'll, uh, if you like, uh, we could also uh, send word to our pal Silgar uh, in the uh, part of the... Uh, Greywater Detective Agency, uh, they might be able to send some help as well. Uh, Quinny, your ears perk up at this because you are definitely on their watch list. Oh, yeah, 100%. Send us the Greywater people. I worked with them. They're great, and we need all the bodies we can get. How long would it take for them to get here? Uh, not not entirely sure. Could be a if day, could be a guess. week. Could be a day, could be a week. Okay, so at in the shortest turnaround time, a day. Yeah, it depends if they if they've got detectives in the in the area, they could show up as early as tomorrow. All right, Great, they'd send out the letters. Let's get them in here. This is going to be really good. You know, it's going to save I mean, a lot of lives. I mean, the more help we can get, the right. better. And they're on the side of the law. Sorry, what? I was thinking about something uh, else. Oh, I was just asking if you agree that we need we need more people, more bodies to to help us. I can't more bodies, think- more minds. Can't think of a logical reason to say no. Uh, so well, obviously uh, we must. I so. will warn you, they uh, they don't come cheap. Uh, gray water folks are, are rather expensive. Their daily rate is quite astronomical. So just be prepared to pay them. That feels like a tomorrow when we're not dead problem. All right. Well, given that there are no objections, we will send word to Silgar and hopefully he'll send some reinforcements. Excellent. Okay, so we'll go talk to the dragon after Quinny does his secret telling in the other room. Uh, yeah, so that, that'll happen like pretty quickly, and then they're going to have to tool the weapon while you go talk That's to fine. Cortex. Yeah. So, Quinny, can we like all hear the secret? Because I feel like then we'd be better friends. Uh, no, I actually like you just the way you are, knowing the amount you know about me. Okay. See, the thing is, he's here because he thinks his family is boring, and he didn't want to grow up boring, so that's why he left their farm. Um, <laughs> I'm so what? Serene is like, damn, mister, that's a pretty good secret. <laughs> what I can work with that. If that weren't my truth, but his truth, would nah. it still count? It's got to be your truth or else the rune will only respond to him. I mean, if you want to make him a good old pistol, you can tell me a secret and we can make it for him. Oh, yeah, I don't have a gun. You're doing fine. (laughs) I'll I'll be like, no, I got to go tell you a different secret. Okay. Um, So she leaves with you uh, to a side room. Uh, What secret do you tell her? I'm not. I'm not a real sheriff. She goes, oh, that's juicy. If I had a blog, I'd put it on there. <laughs> but I don't, so I'm going to blog onto your gun here. Blogging's a term I invented. It's for writing in a in a bog. Uh-huh. It's a bog log. So I'm going to leave you to your work here with That's uh, good. that there gun. Okay. I'm very capable. You just keep it down. You know, I did just tell you a secret. Just try to lower your voice. All right. 
<laughs> Goodbye, Sheriff. And she winks at you with both eyes in a Lucille Bluth kind of way. This is a terrible mistake. <laughs> That's what most people say. All right, bye. Uh, and she goes to work on your gun. Um, uh, Moss and uh, Butthole, you see Quinny come out of uh, the side room with like a storm cloud over his head, comedy, like comic style. Um, and uh, looking uh, kind of frustrated. Well, let's go say hi to a dragon. Moss, do you want to tell me a secret and I'll tell you once so that we can all be weird about it for a bit? Um, that wouldn't make me more comfortable if that's what you're trying to do. Um, would you like to know about my childhood? That seems something you were kind of interested in. I uh, yes, go way off the mark. I'd love to know about your whole life. Shall sure. we discuss while we're journeying to the dragon? Yes, oh, yeah, I agree. Please. <laughs> All right, so Moss, about your childhood. Following the rules of improv gets everybody um, up into the uh, into the mine cart. Um, uh, you get the appropriate amount of assistance, Moss, getting kind of up and on, as obviously mine carts are terribly inaccessible uh, to really everyone. Um, and uh, the, uh, the three of you get settled... Um, Garvo uh, kind of nods at all of you and says, uh, so Garvo's going to stay and work on uh, the chapel and spreading the word of, of uh, faith to all, all the doomed people. Is that okay? Why are you calling them doomed people, dude? Oh, oh, because Garvo has seen that uh, the town will burn. Oh, so he has bad dreams that come true and he dreamed that the whole town burned down and that there was just a very short hero in the middle. Well, dream something different. Dream better. Uh, we talked about that. He can't do that. Why not? Dream that you can. <laughs> uh, Garvo wishes he had lucid dreams. Garvo definitely does not. Trust me, there are many, many sexy lady goblins and sexy dude goblins Garvo would rather be dreaming about than dreaming about adorable small towns being destroyed in a in a, con in a conflagration of destruction. Are we and, not and the first town you dreamed of destroying? Are you... <laughs> Oh, I, Garvo has seen many towns destroyed, many in the war. Is but this also your fault now this that one. this is happening? Do you dream it and then it happens? It becomes true? <laughs> Surprise! Garvo's been a god the whole time. No, silly sheriff. Garvo just a, a teller of, of, of the future. Garvo uh, just I guess how things. silly of me to make that conclusion. Yeah, I it mean, is pretty silly. Garvo would not wear a cloak of gods if Garvo was a god. Am I right? He does a I little dance. I legitimately do not know. And that is why you nor Garvo are gods. Okie day, bye. Uh, and then he, he turns to leave. I like that guy. I do not like him. Quite cheerful. Um, and uh, with that, uh, you hit the brake on the mine cart uh, and it begins to roll uh, as uh, Butthole's question hangs in the air uh, about your childhood. Um, Quinny, what do you tell him? Tell them the truth. Tell them that I never knew my parents. I grew up in an orphanage um, and uh, was going to be uh, sent to uh, work, basically aged out of the orphanage. And there's a work program that for kids that don't get adopted, they get, they get put to work once they hit a certain age. Um, and that wasn't for me. So I uh, ran away. Uh, and basically picked up odd jobs and and that and that's basically Quinny doesn't want to get to the life of crime kind of thing like sure. he's in in he's playing up the facade of like being a legitimate sheriff 
So once he starts to run out of real history, he just starts to kind of vamp and just like kind of really embellish details or whatever, whatever it takes to make the story as long and fulfilling as possible so that we get to the dragon. It's like, oh, well, time to stop. Ryan, yeah, I think, be, uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go for it. If you want to do a roll, I was just say, could you roll an insight check? Oh, I don't roll. He rolls. That's a nat 20. Oh, baby. Um, Tyler, is the childhood story before the embellishment that you tell him true? Yeah. Great. Um, So, uh, Butthole, you're actually struck by the fact that despite um, Quinny still being Quinny, uh, this Quinny has lived a a much different life than, than, than your pal back home. Um, but because you rolled a nat 20, you also can tell similar to like when you've repainted a wall where the original paint ends and the fresh, uh-oh, we fucked up the wall paint begins. Um, and as he launches into the embellishments, um, you're getting ready to cut him off. Uh, as the mine cart is, again, like you're you're riding kind of down through the mines, moving past, uh, you know, workers going around. Um, they're whistling while they work. It's really actually pretty pleasant as mines go. Um when uh, suddenly the walls begin to shake and one of the earthquakes that Moss you've been feeling for for some time uh, occurs, uh, but this one seems pretty bad and uh, the walls begin to to crack around you, um, and suddenly the track behind you bends. Uh, you all feel your stomachs drop as uh, the track and the ground beneath it bend, crack, and fall. And suddenly the minecart takes off at an unnatural speed as the mine around it begins to crumble and collapse. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and RDM Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J A H Z Z A R all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lorda Bradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Taryn Hefner, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. It begins as terrible things often do, with a knife. People of Herta, chosen children of the night, a lost soul has come to us. I'm not sure if I can do this. 
It's always better if you just do it quick. You came to St Kilda to escape your past, but the past isn't so easy to outrun. You always say you're changing, but underneath you're just the same. She was a child, Lockie. You liar! Did you really believe this community would accept you? I think you're meant to be here. A little bird told me that you're a liar. All of this, it comes with a cost, Lucky. Did you really believe you could find redemption? The time for excuses is over. The Secret of St Kilda, available wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to season one now and remember, there is no change without sacrifice.